When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse, and for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. Let's science to celebrate Venus, let's go! Come on! There's rebellion in the wind. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Financial bosses, God put those here to test our faith. That damn lie, I, I saw him with my own eye. Did I, did you just drop sharply while I was away? We did illusions, man. None of it is true. I'm not insane. This is mass madness, you maniac. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So, welcome to episode two of the Deep Share podcast. I am here with my friend Dan Cormier. It's been hey. a long time, Dan. It's been a while. I think the uh, last time I saw you was probably God, wandering around. Faster, probably something like something that. Like maybe. That, but that before that, uh, Dan played my wife down the aisle at our wedding with the Beatles, and it was I did absolutely beautiful. That was a wonderful wedding, and it influenced where. I wanted to get married. I and know. That's where I got married. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love it. It's a great place to get married. It was beautiful. Yeah. And we we lucked out with the weather. I don't know, how about how'd you guys fare? It was the heaviest rain oh. I've ever felt in my life. Oh, well, hey, that's supposed to be good luck, right? <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> so Dan and I have never really had a chance to sit down and talk. True. My my wife and you guys, you guys knew each other. Yeah. And. My wife has always said, Dan's into some weird stuff like you are. You guys are bound to have a conversation at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah, so, good. I mean, who knows where we could start? I know that you and I have kind of like talked back and forth recently about the current events and and the psychotic craziness that's going on in Washington and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you were a Q guy. Are you still a Q guy? Are you holding strong? I get asked that every day. <laughs> um, you know... And I, I, I keep answering this the same way, and I, maybe I want to try to rephrase it when I answer this question. If anything, just the past three and a half – it's been three – over three years. Mm-hmm. The way everything has played out and the, the preciseness of information to see – if any, let me let me say this. Yeah, go Going back now, you you can go back and you know go back to posts in early 2018, and all that information is out now. 
So, yes, I still am a Q guy. Mm -hmm. I never had expectations on, you know, any sort of the, you know, the arrests that we were all hoping to see. Mm -hmm. I never had a set date. And I think that a lot of people who had this uh, time frame of when things are, are going to happen, I think, is what's really, you know, turned people off. And if anything, more people right now are even afraid to come out and say that they are interested in it or supported it because mm. from what I can tell um, and just my, you know, quick diving into Matrix Media, they are demonizing everybody. So <clears throat> it's not the best position to be in. No. But it is because, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for anybody who's been, you know, aware of, of Q, you know, we've collectively changed it. You know, we've collectively changed the timeline of events in my eyes. I think by becoming aware of this information, we've collectively changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm still, tr- I'm still trusting the plan. I have to, I, I, I've seen stuff. Uh, fair enough. You know, I mean, that's kind of a weird answer. I didn't really I went in a bunch of different directions, but well, Hey, I mean, it's, it's kind of, I would say it's not exactly the easiest. Yes. No, no you know, yeah, because totally. of what's been going on. Yeah. I mean, in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm going all over the place. I don't know if my paranoia is getting the best of me, and I just keep second guessing mm-hmm. even what I've already uncovered. Sure. Because yeah, it's 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 very confusing right now. Because you look at a guy like Trump, and is Q even necessarily 100% connected to the idea that you have to be like thinking that Trump is going to save everybody? Maybe maybe not necessarily him. I don't know. Because what worries me about him is. Mm-hmm lifelong elite Democrat. Absolutely. And it's, and I never even really thought of it that angle. All four years I've been like, okay, I don't like him as a person, but I never have. He's a celebrity. He's an elite, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it seems like he's going up against not one person, not two people, not a group of people trying to save everybody Mm -hmm. from... An old, 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 at least mentality, if not family, mm-hmm. if not cabal, if not group yeah. that has carried mentalities throughout generations. Mm-hmm. And hey, if we know about child abuse, we know how malleable kids are. We know how horrible these people can be. Mm-hmm. No wonder these kids just continue the flow from generation to generation. Yeah. There's no second guessing because it's all they know. Yeah. I know right. I went right. off on a little tangent there, but yeah. no, just the idea good. that, you know, Q to me, from when I started seeing it, it simply represented anti-establishment. It represented question things, which is the age old good guy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, the 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 cloudiness of are they opposed opposition? Is it a is a psyop? Is it a this? Is Quantum it a that? Quantum computer. Quantum computer. I don't know Holy if you've heard crap! That lately, yeah. I have not heard that one. Yeah. So I heard. So. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah. Have you heard of Project Looking Glass? I've heard the name of it. Yeah. But okay. So Project Looking it. Glass. This this is apparently. Um. I forget even where this came from, but you know. Um. Actually, it might have even been in Q posts. I'll have to check my app that's still active on my phone. There you go. I don't know how. Uh, so <clears throat> one project looking glass, which is obviously, you know, top secret beyond, you know, military technology, space technology, um, like Stargate. Right. You know, right. Um, project Stargate from the CIA. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, looking into the, you know, time travel, you mm-hmm. know, being able to 
Oh, you looking know, glass. Give hints back to to us now. You know, so that that's Project Looking Glass. You can look that up. Yeah. But recently, I've heard about this whole quantum computer, which makes a lot of sense because quantum technology has no space between past and future. It's right. completely. So um, it's Minority Report in a sense. Yeah. Right. The right. potential to be so. Scalar technology. You know, it it's it's pretty out. It's pretty out there, but. But so not so much. Heard. No, it's not. It's I right mean, around the corner, it seems. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty open minded to most things. Yeah. But just to just to be a part of you know every day, you know, getting an alert in my phone, and and it's um, it's a lot more than that. In, in terms of Q, I mean, I've spent you know not only I'm looking at now probably about. 20 years in terms of this truth journey I've been on. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, Q's a newcomer. Q's a newcomer, right. And for me, what it did was it tied all the elements of all the stuff that I learned years ago mm-hmm. and just was waiting and waiting for it to come into light. Right. So it was attractive to me. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. like me, you know. But, you know, when, when you're certain of something in, in your heart and your gut, I mean, I just have to stick with it, you know. I, That's I'm totally obviously right. very skeptical of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has been the most... Revealing. But revealing, I mean, like I said, you look, go back and look in, into past posts and you'll, you'll see information that we're just learning now. So it's like, how can you even... Oh, yeah. And I believe Sam Tripoli, I think one of his guests was talking about this last week, how just the, the thing that happens all the time. Now, some of the pieces of information you're talking about, we're starting to see come out from the mainstream media right. as if it's brand new news yeah. and they're the ones that are, are yeah. spreading it and everything. And they're, it's almost as if it's coming out now... And it's not because they're behind the times. It's because they're strategically placing mm-hmm. news stories. Right. I mean, I don't know how we can look at the mainstream media as anything but that now. Like, it's there's no, I'd say even a year ago, like I have a friend who actually worked in politics mm-hmm. down in Washington, the sure. whole nine yards. Same here. Yeah. And good guy, great guy, uh, and believes in journalistic integrity and all that. But, and I could sympathize with his idea at the time that, the mainstream media had at least one foot to still stand on somewhere. And I was already off that boat years before that. Oh, yeah. And he's just a guy that, you know, you know, his tinfoil hat isn't as big as mine. Sure. <laughs> but I already fallen off of that. And I just it's it's just weird to to bump heads with people in this day and age. Whew. Yeah. To, all to the see world's what's stage, going on. It's really hard to, to play your role and, and to, you know, Ugh. when you're. Talking with people uh, about anything right now, it's like. You and know. back to what you were saying about you know, um, you know, being uh, censored and and uh, you know, Q being a dangerous thing to even us be talking about right now. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, we could be saying seventeen instead. You know, a lot of people I, I hear now, it's like you, you can't even mention it. Right. So what does that tell you? Exactly. Exactly. All, I mean, that's you know? always been the story. It's <laughs> always been the story forever and ever and ever that yep. the powerful do this. I just don't it's understand. It's just levels beyond, I mean, you know. And it doesn't have to be, Trump, Trump doesn't have to be Jesus Christ in order for Q to have legitimacy. I mean, I'm sitting yeah, down right. with a friend who is a good human being. I've known you long enough and my wife has known you long enough and I feel like this is one of the most important things to showcase is a good human being <laughs> right. that 
attributes to you know his beliefs to, to it's really you know, somewhat hard. to Q. You know, I've lost so many friendships yeah. in the past year. Connections, um, maybe they weren't friendships. I don't really know. It's almost like acquaintance expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and being a musician and and playing out. I mean, it's you have to really be careful. Yeah. So, I mean, I've recently just stripped myself completely off of social media. Good idea. Because it was just getting too toxic. And I start, I didn't really want to start talking anymore to anybody. You know? <laughs> I find my, uh, <laughs> the likes I have, have gone dramatically down over the past oh, couple of years. And uh. it's funny because I look back, I have, you know, the Facebook memories. Sure. So those pop up with some of the craziest shit I ever believed. Yeah. You know, 17 likes and tons of comments from yeah. friends Crap. just joking or going. Sure. Now it is dead serious. And conspiracy theorists seem to have become enemy number one again back Absolutely. like right after the Kennedy assassination. No kidding. Exactly. So. Which is where that term comes from correct <laughs> but yeah still trusting the plan fair enough i i i don't know what i trust at this point but i'm yeah i'm watching with bated breath and i'm just i'm wondering i'm i'm, I'm i got worried about the the trump thing because of the elite democrat thing i'm like am i getting sure. paranoid is it sure. possible that yeah this could have all been a coup <laughs> i was absolutely skeptical very skeptical in the beginning with with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. um, I definitely went down a massive rabbit hole. Yeah. Like most things. I mean, most nights it's anywhere between, you know, three and six hours of reading, connecting dots, reading books, microdosing and trying to find knowledge somewhere. Ah, now that is a wonderful little... We can talk about that next. <laughs> um, so when Trump announced he was running... Mm-hmm. I definitely was not surprised. Right. I mean, watching him over the years, you know, come against the Obama administration and, you know, years and years of watching television interviews and hearing him come from this position and yada, yada, blah. Mm-hmm. But for me, all it did was it, it just made me realize, okay, I know who this man is now. At least I think I do. I know who they are. Definitely. You know, and that's coming from the, you know, New World Order. Yep. You know. Oh, we get to call it the Great Reset now. The Great Reset, right. Um, But, okay, go ahead. So, where was I going with that? So, seeing him come out, okay, I'm like, he's going against the New World Order. This is it. This is going to be, this is serious. And and realizing that they didn't expect him to win. And I was a, let me back up. I was a massive Bernie Sanders supporter. I liked him. I went from Ron Paul to Bernie Sanders. Cool. Worked on the Ron Paul campaign. Um, so for me, once Bernie got kicked out in 2016, seeing his face, seeing him speak on TV, looks like the guy's life was just completely threatened. Yep. One, I was mad at myself for supporting the DNC again, because I know they're just crooked <laughs> bastards. But when Bernie dropped out, oh, they made him drop out. Yeah. It was obvious that, you know, Hillary was going to be the... The Queen of Babylon, you know, I've been waiting for that for a really long time. Mm. So when Trump announced he was running, it only made sense to support him. Right. Um, and that's just coming from a place of, you know, somewhat understanding world politics and global uh, globalization and mm-hmm. conspiracy, everything. So, you know, the guy has balls of 
steal. Right. You know, the man is not a perfect man. Of course not. No one is, you know. And anytime the media demonizes anybody, it's obviously <laughs> for a reason. So, right. you know, I've supported the guy. You know, he... I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I just don't trust any politician. Sure. That's my hang up. And I know he's that, not a politician. I, <laughs> fair enough. I do, I do agree with that. And I, I and I you kind of highlighted the same reasons that I was starting to I mean, if you warm up the, to him, at least if you believe the original Q theory mm-hmm. where, you know, the military recruited him. You know? Oh, interesting. You didn't hear that. I never heard about that. Okay, so that's the, that's the whole that's idea. That's what they don't tell you. No. They don't bother saying no, that. No, they don't. They no. connect this with lizard people, and Correct. that's the Correct. end of it. Right. This this morning, my wife said, oh, I saw this morning um, some article I scrolled past that said that, you know, QAnon was anti-Semitic and it was a cult. And I'm like, this is what, this is exactly, you know, if, if, if you actually sat down with someone for, for a couple hours and just showed them and had a conversation... Like maybe we'll have to have a, a longer episode at Correct. some point. Oh yeah, you know? sure, we can go sure, through sure. line by line, man. I would gladly do that it's, because I feel like it's important to share real information yes. instead of sound bites. Yeah, exactly. That's all, that's all. So yeah, the military. You know, going back to it, you know, the military mm-hmm. recruited Trump. You know, this is a plan that was that has been in the works for years, which is, um, you know, basically the, the the dissolving of the United States as a corporation. Right. And apparently that's already happened. Hmm. Which I, I've heard that for a while from a lot of different people who are usually pretty spot on. Right. And if you do the research about the U.S. as a corporation, it's, it I makes have... everything come together a little more now than than ever when you see what's happening with, with the military, mm. with Washington, with the Federal Reserve, with Trump. It, it's I have looked Nassara. into um, Jordan Maxwell's work yep. on, oh, uh, yeah. on the corporation. Mm-hmm. Now, granted... First of all, my recall is bad from my memory just suffering over the years, but it's, okay. it's hard when I'm in a conversation with someone that, for lack of a nicer term, a priest of the American way, you know, which so many people out there uh, label themselves as without really doing so. You know, yeah. they they will defend anything about yeah. the country as right. if it's their religious faith totally and the the voice gets louder the better points you make and the argument ensues um shit where was i going with that jordan maxwell yes so i can regurgitate back to someone who really knows you know written american history and written economics and and yeah. the, the story that's at least being told to us that i don't know that mm-hmm. that well yeah. Yeah. and i can regurgitate jordan maxwell back to someone and mm-hmm. they can be like well that can't be true because of and i'm just like uh uh yeah ah crap well you can continue to to feel that way then i don't i can't i don't have the ammunition to prove it to you unfortunately and i don't even know if jordan because at some point it's the definition of like root terms that are actually the lies so when someone goes that can't be that conspiracy is not true because this is written here it's like yeah but you're misinterpreting the definition of that. Yeah, right. You, right. I can't even give yeah. an example, but you right. know what I'm talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely, it's all yeah. in the fine print. It's all because let's let's give a, the audience a little bit of what you know. A guy like Jordan Maxwell, this um, uh, the United States Corporation, us as little corporations, correct? Correct. From birth. Yeah. From birth. So this is an interesting concept, and it's very creepy. And the fact that people dismiss it. And just go, no, that can't be true yeah. because it's written this way. 
seems like it's all too coincidental. We've been under, you know, central bank control for a long time. Yeah. This planet has, you know, that the bankers own us. We are units. Mm-hmm. We are here to work and pay them. Give them their the resources they need to continue their famous quote, way of life. Great book called um, Slaves of the Gods by Michael Tellinger. Love Michael Tellinger. You have to read that book. I have I sh- not I read any of his books. Oh, my God. But that maybe book. We'll have to have a little book exchange <laughs> when we do these things. We'll have a book know? club. Book club. I love it. That book is incredible. He's a great speaker. I mean, he gets right to the point. I mean, this is kind of where we were heading anyway, because what I wanted to, to kind of simplify with everything that's going on right now is everybody, you know, when I was younger... Everybody I was around, we would always say, oh, they're all after money. All Everything's about money. Everything's about money. Then you get a little older. Like, oh, no, no, no. Money's just the tool. Mm-hmm. It's all about control. It's all yeah. about control. But it's always bothered me to have that as the uh, end game as well. I don't think... I don't think we're in a position to entirely know what the end goal is. I think that power is also a tool. Control is also a tool. It's not the goal. I can't think that they just all want to live like playboys and that's the big thousands and thousands of years of this weird cabal that you can trace is all about living lusciously. Right. No. I have my own theory. I want to hear it. Because we're <laughs> going to get into some wacky the, shit. We'll, we'll keep, we'll I love keep it. extending through the stratosphere. Definitely. Uh, you know, the end game, you know, from what I believe is, you know, the people who are in charge of this planet are not from this planet. Mm. They are here to prevent a mass ascension. With the ascension occurring, it basically takes us out of the the control game of the solar system. As mm. crazy as that sounds, that's it all does. it is. Through health, through media, through vibration, it's to lower the vibration to prevent it. You know, once that happens, their game is up and this planet ascends into the fifth dimension. And that's that's where we're going. And I love how crazy it sounds. It does. On I've the never surface, been certain of anything that certain in my life. I know. <laughs> it's you know? nuts because, like, I you say that with a straight face and it's because when you take the time to read the books to stay up for the four to six hours and do the research when you're open direct experience direct experience being at the top of the list <laughs> it's not crazy anymore no and also think about our the most forefront category of science right now is quantum physics and mm-hmm. the most famous quote about quantum physics what was it niels bohr or someone said if you think you've understood quantum physics you have not understood it at all yeah so it's yeah. like the weirder things are the more accurate they seem to be so it's like i can agree <laughs> you can go ahead and and but another reason why it sounds crazy is just because of little jabs here and there throughout the decades to make mentalities like that yeah. laughable or stupid oh my God. or Six, silly. Yeah. I mean, 2003, 2004, I mean, you know, I was a 21, mm-hmm. 22-year-old guy, and, and I remember thinking this back then. And, yeah, and, me too. But you couldn't talk to anybody, you know? There, no, there was not no, like now. There was nowhere, there's no, there was nowhere to really... There, no, I, I touched on this on my last episode with my friend. I was like, when I was awake before, when I was younger... Doing tons of psychedelics and having my... I'm 35. Okay. When I was 18, I had my mind blown blown wide open. And uh, unfortunately, back then, what I was going to say was 
there was no one to talk to, like you were saying. Yeah, and I was nobody. saying how now it's like I have a lot of cultural support. Oh my God, But tons. before there was none, was which lonely, caused lonely me... place. It made me want to go back to sleep. Oh, metaphysically. yeah. Metaphysically. You know, sure. um, yeah. I went right into a bottle, to be honest, yeah. for a long, long time yeah. because... Yeah. I didn't have any solutions, mm-hmm. and anytime I would try to bring up concerns, the only answers I was getting from anyone that I was trying to convince or, or help or, or teach or share this with yeah. would say something like, so what's the solution? What are you going to do? What's yeah. the better system? I'm like, well, I'm not a political scientist. I'm not a, an, a, an economist. Uh, you don't have to be a geologist to see the volcano erupting. Mm-hmm. I, and right. it's that logic that really holds us back. I find, I, and I'm sure yeah. you run into you've run into that over the years too. That mentality seems to be shrinking, and I think that's good. Oh my God, it, we're 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 exactly where we're supposed to be now. I mean, Damn just, right. Just the fact that we're sitting here having this conversation. I mean, for years I remember taking breaks. You know, uh, I'd be on break at at, at college, mm-hmm. and this is back in 2004, 2005, and going over to you know. Uh, go for a hike and I have journals that I just I wrote all this shit down in because I'm like I can't talk to anybody my friends right now are just gonna think you know I'm taking way too much acid right which I wasn't then <laughs> and you know so I have those journals now and to go back and, and see what we're just talking about you know when I said oh I think I have a, a theory mm-hmm. you know it, so not from this planet no not at all I mean no 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 so here's here's my fascination <laughs> in this topic my fascination in this topic is that in one place we have not from this planet, possibly from another planet. Then we have not from this planet, maybe not from this dimension. Correct. Yeah. Then absolutely. we have then we have a guy. Have you ever heard of David Matheson? No. I will turn you on to him because okay. he's got a he's got a great website. He's written some books. Uh, it's all about star myths, and he very convincingly goes through all the old ancient texts, all the old religious metaphors. Mm-hmm. And, well, not metaphors, but he interprets them as metaphor. Yeah. I know that's not new, but his the the uncanniness of his examples throughout history, describing everything as um, movements of celestial bodies mm-hmm. or asteroids hitting the planet. Sure. You know, we've heard, you know, the fall of Lucifer described as an asteroid or possibly even Venus coming into our solar system. Yeah. A lot of different theories. Totally. We also have the physical history with some legitimate pieces of evidence like uh sumerian, oh, yeah, the sumerian anunnaki clay tablets yeah the clay oh, yeah, tablets my language, yeah. ta- talking about you know kings that ruled for thousands of years Enki. but then <laughs> eventually down the line that same list of people some of them are corroborated by other cultures so it's not yeah. just nothingness so we have all these different paths that can describe these same stories. Absolutely, They seem to all be saying the same thing, exactly. just on different levels of yes. reality. Correct. Whereas on the metaphorical level, well, let's go one step further. I forgot to mention this part, because there's also a lot of New Age talk when you look at the old texts, and they can easily describe the characters, the places, the mm-hmm. things that happen as the movement of consciousness through the human body. And you have these different explanations for these ancient stories, but they all seem to have legitimacy. Absolutely. Which is very strange. Yes. Which brings me to as above, so below. Yeah, I've been hearing that the past two weeks like crazy. It's been popping up into I keep into seeing that. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Yeah. 
I mean, it just seems so uncanny that, I mean, it can't all be true or can it? I mean, is it, would it, is it possible that our physical story that possibly happened on this planet mm-hmm. is either being reflected from the, the movement of the stars or vice versa? Or is conscious, is the movement of consciousness on this planet affecting the rest of the universe? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the opposite of what science is telling us, though. Oh, boy. Science tells <laughs> us we are in nothingness. <laughs> right. We should be happy with our nothingness. <laughs> we should glorify it. Man, I uh, ate that up for about 10 years. You did. I fell for the rock star atheists that have slowly yep. become really, really popular yep. in our culture. Yeah. Okay. The Neil yep. deGrasse Tysons, the, mm-hmm. all those guys. Yeah. I, I loved them. Yeah. And now I have to reconcile my feelings because intentional or not paid off or not just trying not to lose their jobs or not right they're perpetuating a nothingness dead universe and i don't i don't believe that <laughs> yeah. they're dumb enough to b- really believe that <laughs> sorry i know that's not a wow. question yeah, but... yeah 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 no good, right <laughs> just to, just to <laughs> go where we're going but yeah so what do you think about the the uh, the these ancient stories and these weird connections? Like, what do you think of the Anunnaki sure. and yeah, how this I mean, fits in? Yep. So the Anunnaki. Uh, I mean, I've read I've read all that stuff. Um, I mean, Adam and Eve was the first drug bust, I think. Sounds like it. Um, yeah, the Anunnaki. I mean, you know, this is. I mean, this could go into the whole reptilian tunnel and which is important psychedelic to, tunnel and yeah, you know, we can go down that road. Well, let me, um, let me, let me, uh, let me bust into something. So, um, the Adam and Eve thing, the sure. connection from the Bible mm-hmm. that a lot of the world holds dear. Absolutely. Meanwhile, yeah. kind of rejecting all the older myths. Yeah. Sumer. Sumer yeah. seems to be the birthplace of all of the uh, Judeo-Christian Islam mm-hmm. traditions. Yeah, correct. But it also seems like a place with ancient aliens and stuff with Enki and Enlil, these two yes. yeah. sky brother and uh, yeah. an ocean brother uh, right. ruling the planet and possibly genetically engineering us as a slave species. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the slave species, you know, the DNA, the turning off of the DNA, um, you know, shutting off our perception to, re- you know, realize really what's going on here. It sounds um, crazy too. It sounds yeah, completely it, bonkers. It's, it's, it's great. I mean, you know, I guess, None of this information, I think, would really make sense unless you really, I'll say it, you know, you need to have a direct experience where you're, we're exiting the dimension we're in right now. Almost as if we have to um, take what we've seen inside and then put the puzzle pieces over the overlay of this external world. Correct. And I, and I, I mean, this is, oh, where are we going to go with this? This is good. I like it. So (laughs) I think if anything, um, you know, the pineal gland, we can get into the pineal gland. Mm. I think by, you know, when, when anyone has a direct psychedelic experience or they've been, you know, eating healthy or meditating for years or, or you know, trauma. using, yeah, using cannabis, you know, fully and fully, you know, the pineal gland is basically secreting DMT. We know that, you know, with that, we are going into a fifth dimensional space. And whenever that experience is over, whatever we had in that space, we're bringing back into this 3D territory. Mm-hmm. So I think in the past 20 years, I think there's been such a rise of, you know, spirituality, mm-hmm. psychedelics, meditation. Which may coincide to all three of them. Absolutely. So this goes into the whole ascension of the planet, you know. Um, why did you know, why were these things illegal, you know? 
The things that For lower our your safety. The, yeah, the things that lower your vibration are the legal things. The things Definitely. That, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, we could even get into the food. I mean, I oh, I God. love meat. I I will say it. I'm, yeah. I passionately will say I yeah, love yeah, meat. But sure. my my wife has gone vegan, and I gotta say I understand every single point she makes and sure. everything she's shown me yeah. and everything I used to go, ah, yeah, no, I'm just, I don't want to look at it. I get it, but yeah, nope. I've been there, done it. It sucks. Yeah. It's a terrible thing. Yeah. But then I sit in my car and drive to work thinking, oh man, how am I going to not eat meat? Animals, and then I'm sitting you know? on my leather we, seat Yeah, and I'm just like, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's not, and I told, and we had a, I, an argument at one point because I was slow to, to at least, you know, Try it, you know, try some of this stuff. And, uh, you know, my wife is kind of waking up to all this crazy shit in the world. And I'm just like, listen, I've gone down this. I've come out the other side. And you and this is when I kind of went back to sleep because I stopped and I said, I can't do anything about it. No matter what I do, if I go on the Internet to tell someone about an injustice, I'm probably using a a rare earth uh, metal (laughs) that was, you know, causing slavery somewhere. Like there's no escaping it because it's the whole system. It's the whole system more than ever right now. So I know, yes, I know we're bouncing all over. Let's no, let's it's get good. let's good. get in back into the spiritual ancient past stuff. Sure, because uh, just to fill the audience in a little bit, let's let's give them a little bit about this Enki and Enlil. Yeah, because I've been waiting to do this. Great, I wanted to try to do it last time, but I was the only one mm-hmm. with any of the information. It's kind of hard to to yeah. keep it all in track. Sure, but so Enki is. The um the water god and and uh, Enlil is this sky god. He's represented right. by the eagle. Enki's usually represented by the snake. Sometimes the fish. Yeah, which correct. is also an interesting correlation to yes. Jesus, the Pope. Um, just to wrap it up, the Anunnaki means from those from heaven to earth came. They yes. came here supposedly. This is from the Sumerian tablets yep. that we have yep. uncovered. This is. The work of at least three or four renowned translators over the decades, including Zacharias Sitchin. Yeah, Sitchin, yeah. He's discredited all over the place, but he was, before that, like we see all the time, super renowned. Mm -hmm. And his whole career was respectable until that moment. Yeah. So, aliens came down, or gods came from heaven. They landed in Sumer, they created it, and they created a slave race. Correct. Yeah, have this, you heard about the um, the Ajiji? the Egyptians with uh, no? Actually, no. This is this is a really. I gotta let you borrow this book. Sure. The whole mining of gold for the atmosphere. Right. I've heard about. Uh, now, did that come from Zachariah Sitchin? I I can't he, recall. I think it might have that uh, his translation was they were describing. First of all, they were describing their planet Nibiru. Correct. That's a, yep. Otherwise known planet. as Marduk. Planet X. Yeah, Planet X, which. Yep. Recently, have you heard the scientific discoveries about deep space yes. near the Kuiper Belt? There's something with massive gravity out there pulling all I've the other planets. I've been waiting for years. I went on the, I, I've been on the Nibiru. Dude. I mean, there was years. I was just totally obsessed with this thing coming in. Yes. And, I mean... Aliens was, was my original, you know, well, like, tinfoil yeah, hat thing, you know? That's they're my... They're coming back. Oh. Right. And that's the creepy part. This scientific data says that if there is some planet out there where, the, you know, all the gravity is being weird... It revolves around the sun every like twenty six hundred, twenty six thousand years, or whatever it is. Yeah, matches right up with the time periods in the Sumerian tablets. 
which fine. It's a coincidence. You want to call it a coincidence? Fine. You want to live with that weird anomaly in this world? <laughs> There's something to that. There's Ooh. something weird about that. Absolutely. Yeah, I was telling my son about Planet X the other day. We yeah. were talking about the planets. I'm like, why don't you look up Planet X? He's yeah. like, what's that? I'm like, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, we don't know. We're not sure. There was a movie made about it with... Um, no way. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I forget who was in it. And the whole... Oh, was it Keith? It wasn't Keith or Sutherland. Who was it? Anyway, the whole movie, they find out that there's this planet coming into our... I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think of that as an Zero movie. It? Yeah, it was called Melancholia. Mel- yeah. With, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, yes. Reefer, Keith, Kiefer Sutherland. Reefer. Reefer Sutherland. <laughs> uh, that movie was the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Yes. I mean, yeah. if another planet is coming in and movies are predictive programming, man... They that want us to just die. And that came out right <laughs> at the time when, it, you know, that whole, you know, Nibiru thing started to really show its face in, in culture. And you know, mm-hmm. like Barnes and Noble would be like, oh, my God, this book's about this stuff now. This well, the is, Internet started to. And the, right. So when that movie control. came out, it was like, I got to see this because. But it was satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it was super satisfying now that I think back on it. And isn't there a moment. God, that. Yeah. That, just that movie. I should watch that. It's again. bizarre. There's no interaction with the planet other than it's like literally coming, a massive yeah. collision. You right. Know? I recently yeah. saw um, Greenland, and uh, it's it's you know it's just a dumb action movie. <laughs> it's just a lovely disaster movie that you know you can kind of wake up and fall asleep back nice. and forth too. It's got Jar Butler. And, oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> it's about a comet impact, and uh, I've been. You know, for the past five, six years, ever since I saw him on, on Joe Rogan's podcast, I've mm-hmm. been into, like, Randall Carlson's work, and it's creepy, man. Watching that movie was straight up a horror movie this time around. It wasn't like watching Armageddon, because, like, <laughs> some things we're hearing, like, there's geology teams that are saying, it looks like we get hit every 13,000. Hmm. Every 13,000 years, something just wipes everything out. Like, oh, Jesus. So I'm watching this movie, and there's just this one scene at the end. Just no sound because it's just too loud. Just oh. rocketing overhead. And that's like the basically the end of the movie. <laughs> One life to live, man. But so that's the interesting part. Part of the theory about Nibiru is that it's a yeah. it's a planet that only comes within, you know, right. approximation of Earth every twenty six hundred years or something like that. It's not the is it the full twenty six thousand? I think I got I got think that the number that's wrong. That's the procession of the equinox. That's the, the twenty something thousand. Yeah. But twenty six hundred I think was equaled one year or one whatever they called it in the right. Sumerian tablets. Yeah. So it does add up in a creepy way. My question is, would it come close enough to destroy the planet like in melancholia or would it be more of a yeah maybe it came close enough to damage its atmosphere right right like right. zachariah sitchin suggests i gotta get back into those books it's been so long since if I, you need to borrow any of them they're all over there <laughs> i mean I, i've had these strange thoughts and visions of you know okay they are prepping the planet for total enslavement for the return of this thing hmm. you know it's coming back there you know again this is about preventing a mass ascension Right. You know, and it's like, that's so Star Warsy, but it, you know, it, it's, but it's not, it's, it's also not. Gnosticism. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, you read religious texts, you read, you know, history, different creation stories. It's the one thing that really makes total sense is there's something headed back to us. Yeah. Um, every story says so, you know, it, they Jesus, all say the Ahura same Mazda, thing. All of them are coming yeah, back. And you know, for this could be coming back, you know, as soon as, you know, the return of Christ as a consciousness is coming back. So right. it's going to prevent 
Christ consciousness from from hanging with the planet, it all so. fits together. I feel like it's just a matter of the amount of information that you can hold in your head at one time. Because, Too much. Like I said, trying to explain this to, no. to someone that's not into this, it's not necessarily that you don't have the ability to explain it in a good way. It's just there's so much of it. And every it's time... so many different levels of it. Yeah, levels every time they thought. have a question, you have to uproot another thing that they've had to believe. Exactly. It's everywhere you turn. You know? And unfortunately now, it's it's... It's harder than ever because, you know, how, however long you've been on your journey and, my, you know, me, whoever, mm-hmm. you know, you got people who you meet over here, you're over here, you want to come over and they ask you a question about something that you learned this long ago. Now to pull them this way, it's so much harder to get them into that point. And then, like you just said, as soon as you raise, you know, a, uh, an idea, you almost have to back it up with now something that's going to completely undermine their whole adult life. Right. And it could send them into a completely dark depression. Right. So when someone's it, getting angry, it's, ugh, it's not anger, that we don't shame. it's not that we don't understand. Yeah. We're like taking you out of your comfort zone. Correct. They won't yeah. they don't like to admit it something. I'm not no, I'm not, it's not it's not a no. scared thing. Yeah, it's sometimes just the, crazy, the, man. The most obvious things are in plain sight, you know. I mean this is like, you know, relating it to uh chemtrails or geoengineering. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right in front of you. What are you yeah. talking about? Well, that's just crazy to think that they would just be poisoning the They're air. They're not that sick. You know, why would they do that to us? You know, why and would then, they ever do that's... something that doesn't help the planet or <laughs> us? And then that becomes a 10-step conversation. It's like, well, do I have this conversation? It's not my job to wake to help these people learn. It's not my job to save people. It's right. not my job to wake people up. I am a compassionate person, so the want is there. Right. But I also have to take self-care and protect myself because it ends up just being a spiral of burning yourself out. And I've been there, like you said a little while ago, you know, you had to, 10 years, you had to take off and just get back to... I had to go back to sleep and yeah, pretend it wasn't happening. Yeah, or I never really me. got to do that. I, Good for you. I got really, you know, there was a definitely a, a point of depression in my life where, you know, before I really understood the spiritual aspect of, of, of waking up to these horrific things around the planet and questioning things and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I was like, I'm done. You know, right. I, I have nothing. I, I can I can clearly remember having a conversation with my mom on the phone. This is years ago, and I wasn't you know ready to off myself or anything. But I was definitely at the end of this this hole. I felt like I was at the bottom of this. Okay, now I'm either down here in the bottom, or I have to just keep going. And I kept going. Good for you. I kept going, and psychedelic therapy helped me get there. You know, it yeah. really helped me get there past the point of despair and oh well there's no point to doing any of this i can't change things right what what am i gonna do i'm you know you have to go past that point that's the dark night of the soul yeah from what i've oh god it's awful and then you'll think back who i was at that time having that conversation on the phone i was like that's where i was and now i never i never feel that that way ever i never feel that's great bummed I'm I'm lucky. I feel I, I have that because so, right now people don't have that. No, I mean <laughs> a lot of people don't. It's I feel like oh. I, I feel better than ever about the things that I believe. It's Good. also very nice to be married to the woman I'm married to because for many reasons, that of helps. course. Uh, I love you, babe. But um, mainly because the, the past, you know, we experienced a trauma in our family, and and it it shocked her awake. And a lot of a lot of things, and it's unfortunate because it took me a while to get back there because I was yeah. still 
just nope, I don't pay attention to any of this stuff. I'm done. I was done with it a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. So it took me a little while to wake back up. And it's a good thing because this time around, again, a lot more cultural support with the mm-hmm. internet. And, sure. You know, uh, but her coming at it from a different angle that I never have, it was nice because it cool. it made me look back at things that I had ignored the last time I was mm-hmm. looking into things sure. like hermeticism and, and uh, the law of attraction, where oh, yeah. I completely wrote it off because I was obsessed with guys like Sam Harris and Neil deGrasse Tyson. and it, Right. There's something to the law of Abraham attraction. Hicks. Abraham Hicks. You know, all these people, there's a lot of good ones. And my friend said a great thing to me. He said, spiritual principles are never, uh, what do you say, never at odds. Spiritual principles are always aligned. Mm-hmm. And I took that to mean that it feels a certain way when you hear some of these teachers answer these audience questions. Yeah. And they're spot fucking on about yeah. everything. Sure. And it's as if they're an all-knowing being. But we know they're not. It's not that they're all-knowing. It's that they're vibrating at that frequency where the... I remember tripping and exclaiming. I was on a lot of acid. I exclaimed, on this side, there's only answers. No questions. Back where we come from, there's only questions. No answers. Totally. And I don't even know what that really means. But it seems like when you're vibrating at that frequency, right. you have an access, a very fluid, natural access An to things that access. connect to one another right. and make good sense and can't really be argued against. Right. And it's it's a good way to, to suss out the stuff that doesn't fit. Yeah. Put it all on the table. Connect the things, you know? Yeah. Dissolving let's, the ego. Yeah. Let's, um, I want to take a short break and then we'll get into the microdosing and possibly some more ancient shit. I think we can connect the psychedelics Sounds great. to the ancient. We can. Let's see if we can do that. <laughs> we'll be right back. How much were they paid? Yeah, who read that? And why are you listening to them? (laughs) Also, again, uh, an argument that you know we could we're not even supposed to be talking about politics anymore. I'm sorry about that, but (laughs) it's not about being nice. Not about being nice. Do we care if Ike was nice? No, but he gave us some good information, especially at the end. (laughs) Not going down that rabbit hole. Oh my god! Well, we could because it does connect to aliens. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Treaty of Granada or no? uh, Grayada. Something like that. Yeah. 1954, I think. Oh, my God. That's a totally different rabbit hole. But, okay, so 
we've been talking about a lot of cool stuff, but we've been kind of inching towards like psychedelics and, and microdosing. Yeah. And you and I both have uh, a collective of in, uh, information and experiences. Yeah, and we've absolutely. never had a chance to really talk about about our experiences. Sure. So what do you uh what what uh what's your take on uh why they're here? They're here to wake us up. They're here to connect us back to uh can back to the earth. They're here to I mean to 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 make us ascend, to make us into create we're creator beings. You know, the the, the whole the psychedelic realm is one of is where I find um the idea of being a creator is really what it's all about. Um, not only creating, you know, whatever, writing a poem, writing a song, but I mean, creating a manif- manifestation. There's been times in, you know, my psychedelic experiences over, over the last 23, 24 years where I've seen shit happen in front of me that it's, a, it, it's, I'm going to, you can't explain the unexplainable. <laughs> There's no you words. Know, There's no words. It's it, it. They're they're here to to just make us be creator beings and return to to the Godhead. I mean, that's 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 it, really. So, <laughs> not a long answer, but no. Anyway, it's a perfect answer, and it's again another thing that is completely cut and dry to me, but to a general audience, probably is getting less crazy, but still. Still crazy. Yeah. Right now, I think what what would you say the the mainstream would accept at this point that they, uh, well, they seem to have some medical use. So maybe there, uh, yeah. the hallucinations are you know because these people will probably consider what the hell are they really here for then if they're actually good and they're not these crazy dangerous drugs that we were all told. Um, right. Okay. Maybe they're just medicines and Native Americans used to use them or something and that's probably where they. End the thought. That's probably it. You know, McKenna said uh, the drugs of the future will be computers. Oh. The computers of the future will be drugs. That is beautiful. I never heard that, Terrence quote. And it makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Yeah, it does. Um, you because know, literally things that we are on, well, at least in the way that we tr- we've treated drugs, which is mind expansion. We are drugs. Well, yeah. right, right. But the way we've treated, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, chemical drugs mm-hmm. as... Um, you know, uh, like little ascension buttons to totally. wake us up or, uh, you know, uh, breakers, <laughs> breakers of control, whatever, you know, sure. the disillusion, like uh, dissolvers of uh, culture or whatever. Exactly. Dissolving culture, dissolving the ego, you know, ending duality. Right. It can you know. do these things, and and uh, we've always, as cult, as a culture, we've seen them as, as the enemy and stuff like that. Now... Information on computers is the enemy, and it, we and you could easily right. go off on how we as as uh, conspiracy theorists or free minded people are now you know enemy number one mm-hmm. as domestic terrorists, and it's going to be more and more. But this psychedelic thing at the same time is uh, being uh, actually pushed by kind of a lot of mainstream Absolutely. places. We're going there now. That's what it's, that's where we're taking it. Is it just it. because it's inevitable and they're just trying to jump on board? That's what I think. Because I feel like half of our community as free-minded people, uh a lot of us are worried that the government or the establishment or the mainstream is accepting of them. It gives a lot of like really out there conspiracy theorists a reason to say, "See, this is why drugs are still bad and and 
I don't know what to make of that. I know we're it's, yeah. we're still kind of circling around psychedelics sure, sure, and stuff, but sure. it, it's something that I've wanted to ask someone. Yeah. Um, what do we do about the 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 fractions in that community? Maybe psychedelics actually are the answer. Maybe they're the unifying thing because it's Seems like that way. it would bridge. Uh, it would maybe because I see a lot of uh, hardcore Christian community uh, conspiracy theorists. Sure, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate to see because they they will look at everything or anything that is a cult and it is evil and it is bad and it's connected to the cabal sure. and the child molesters sure. and and yeah. all of that, which in a sense they have a point because. Magic is the force from Star Wars. It can Correct. be good or evil. Absolutely. But there's a whole portion of our community that is questioning everything except for the Bible. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, how have you guys not run right. into the story of Constantine and the, the, the Council of Nicaea and the Gnostic sure. texts? And it's like, sure. what do we do about our community? And I think psychedelics actually might be one of the answers. And, I and agree it's, fully. Absolutely. It's, it's a connector. Yeah. It's a unifier. It's a unifier. I mean, I had my first psychedelic experience back in November. It was November 28th, 1998. That's beautiful. And I can remember it like yesterday. And I probably tripped a few hundred times in my life. <laughs> yeah. um, it was at a fish concert. Beautiful. But so it, cliche. <laughs> it's so cliche, but you know, being I'm, and it's funny. I remember being, you know, offered offered the acid on the where I was walking towards the show. I was 16 years old. Mom and Dad, I, you won't hear this. It's okay. And the only thing I had on my head when I, I had this little piece of paper and I had it in my pocket and I went into the centrum waiting for my friends to show up. And I remember sitting there before the show started, and all I could think was. This is what the Beatles did. And being the Beatle guy that I am, I had no hesitation. I said, this is it. I have it in my hands. I'm I'm doing it. And from that day on, I I loved it. I took a lot of acid my first year in college. I mean, I I just took so much of it. I I loved it. And it brought me to where I am now. And I think, you know, in, in terms of breaking down... Um, I mean, anytime I've, I've tripped with a number of people, there's no, everyone's together, you know, we're in that place of magic, you know, and I, I think for people to not have that experience, it's like McKenna said, you know, we'll go to the grave without a sexual experience. Yeah. It's like going to the grave and never getting out of this, this reality, stepping mm-hmm. out of this space to have an idea of there's a lot more than me, you oh, know, yeah. and also I am responsible for everything here. No one's pushing me along the way. And, you know, a psychedelic experience tunes you right into God. I mean, I was an altar boy. I was raised in the Catholic Church, you know, Mm -hmm. getting the host week after week and then realizing, oh, there's another cult. You've heard about that? Which one? The Jesus Mushroom Cult. Oh, yes. Uh, What was was, uh, John John Marcus Allegro? That sounds about right, Um, right. What was yeah. it Jesus Christ and the cross or no, the cross and the sacred mushroom or yes. so, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But I've read another book too. I, I have it out on my shelf. I'll let you borrow it. It's called the mystery of manna. And it's more about, oh, cool. it's, um, more examples from the Bible about, um, the Holy sacrament being sure. Probably a mushroom. Right. Or right. something like it. And yeah. then recently, have you heard about that book? The, the, um, 
Oh, the immortality key. No. The history of the religion with no name. Doesn't that sound intriguing? Whoa. It's all about uh, literal proof, man. It's out there and it's being it's being accepted by the mainstream news outlets that this guy reports on all these studies being done that have conclusively found psychedelic compounds in um, caves in Israel and sacri- sacramental oh, sure. locations. Yeah, absolutely. He goes into a lot more than that. He's cool. a, a translator by trade, the wow. author, and he yeah he goes deep. It's beautiful. Time's bestseller, and that makes me feel good. Wow. And you know, going back to the manifestation cool. thing, when I was I have it's funny we finally get to talk. We have a lot in common because the <laughs> whole the whole Beatles revelation. Yeah. As soon as I was on mushrooms for the first time, I had that. I, I'm with I'm with Paul and John and and George right and yeah. J- and Ringo right now like. This is what they were talking about. Yeah. Fucking lyric. Oh, my God. Tool. Oh, yeah. my God. Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah. All Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I remember just being like, oh, oh man, this is... Marmalade Now I'm going to see where this comes from. Yes. That, they're always like, oh, yeah, they went out and hung out with that guru for a while, but yeah. then he turned out to be kind of a fraud, and, and he True. kind of blah, 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 blah. True. And therefore, the mentality... They, they just reject Shut it. Reject they, it. They, yeah. That beautiful awe that we have, like, oh, my God, now we understand the... Be- that immediately goes away and they go, no, so they just gave that they part gave of their up. lives up. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, or then they true, say, oh, but... well, George just stayed weird. No. no. They all kept that yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, they... Oh, but the manifestation thing, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, 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 that's the... good. Yeah, it's good. What I wanted to say about the manifestation thing is that with psychedelics, when I was doing them back then in the day, when our stories were kind of similar and... I was saying to myself, oh, my God, this is everything. Oh, my God, this must be where religion comes from. A, a, a yeah. topic I had no interest in sure. at the t- before that. Right. Oh, my God, this is going to be the medicine of the future. Oh, my God, this has to – this makes sense. This is going to be everywhere. This makes sense. And now I wake back up and it's fucking everywhere. It's everywhere. So – did I help? Yeah. Did we all help manifest we that are, because we're all of our thing? You know, Ab- yeah, exactly. That's what I said. You That's know, what when, I wanted. When to we're bring going up. in those spaces, you know, I mean, think about how many people, you know, have tripped over the last twenty years, and by bringing all these thoughts into into our world right now, of course, we're changing things. Yeah. So I mean, absolutely. manifestation is such a a rock solid foundational thing. Yeah, it's so obvious that it's Alexa. right underneath our nose. It the seems like no secret. one really recognizes it. And when you do something yeah. like psychedelics, it seems like that manifestation gets right in your face and goes, yeah, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. Like all of these things have been yeah. here the whole time. Yeah. My psychedelic experiences with music really changed me more than anything. That's um, great. And not many people can perform on psychedelics. I don't think um, I have, I mean, I've, you know, I'm a keyboard player, I'm a guitar player, but you know, a lot of my experiences over the years playing keyboards live in front of a lot of people, what that experience did to me, and I didn't do it a ton, but the times I did, you dissolve all where now, not only do you have to keep up with the music, but you are, and I'm, you know, this is improvisational music. So right. Being in that space, in the creative space, and, you know, manifesting, oh, what am I hearing in my head? I'm going to translate it to this piano. You know, now it's sounding like this. Now the five of us are communicating in this way. I'm taking stuff in from, you know, the higher realms, translating into this. You know, that made me kind of lose a lot of idea of myself, mm-hmm. you know. And I think over the years, you know, with the psychedelics, it's it's dissolving the self into, 
you know, even though we all still will have egos, you know, to say you don't exactly means you have Saying an ego. I'm enlightened is ego. <laughs> and I've, you know what, man? It's funny you say that. I've had people over the past couple of years say to me, oh, you're so enlightened. Why don't, and I'm like, I have never said that word about me. <laughs> you may think that that's what I'm trying to do, but what are we doing? That's the same what? thing when you get, oh, okay, I so who's that. running the show? Yeah. Who, who's <laughs> running the whole, who's, who's behind the whole, well, did, when did I claim to be? Nothing's going to ever happen, uh, dude. Deep throat. I'm not, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 Enlightened. So what's the same thing when I reject the current political system and everyone's like, well, what's the better one? I'm like, I have no idea. What's the let's get the best minds together and fucking come up with one. (laughs) Yeah, this ain't working. No shit. Again, you don't have to be a geologist to see the volcano erupt. It's brutal. And tell the people to run. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but by having the psychedelic experiences have opened eyes to these things. Yeah. A lot of people who are, you know, they're living good lives. They, they have great hearts. They're great people. You know, being a part of that, you know, matrix political system, you know, for the most part, a lot of these people have never opened up the portals or opened up their third eye. So they're seeing it from a completely different perception. Than we are. Right. So it's it's very hard to live those realities at the same time. But now I think what we're doing is we are living in two different worlds. We're in the, we're in a split of 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 dimensions right now because the people like me and you or everyone else who have had those those five D psychedelic experiences. Mm-hmm. Now we are living more in the ethereal plane in terms of our our consciousness. We're able to you know visualize our five-dimensional realities, but we're still observing a 3D world. You right. know, I tried to explain this to my kid the other day, and I should have, but how are you able to see, you know, I'd say, all right, son, think of a horse, but look at me. And he goes, I'm like, what do you see? He's like, I see a horse. I'm like, do you see me? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, well, how are you seeing the horse? He goes, I'm like, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, you have an eye right up here. That's right. So <laughs> well, it's a, a similar experiment is um, trying to think of two things at the same time. You can't do it, but you can sing. And you can think of something at the right. same time. Right. So how are we able to see all this stuff up here? How are we able to access this information here? We're using a five-dimensional mm-hmm. space. But, you know, by opening up that old pineal gland, using medicine, third using eye. third eye, you know, you're, you're, we're bringing that into this world. So that's why we have a 3D world over here where people are, you know, living their lives and the political system's great. And, you know, you work, you take care, you Look go home, you job. die. Then there's people family. like me and you who are every day questioning everything around, <laughs> happening. We're living this magical life. We're, we're grateful for all things. We mm-hmm. don't believe in this. We, we're open to this. That is a 5D perspective. Yeah. So we are living in that complete split right now, which is – that's a whole other conversation about it is. the end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah. The, the end know, the of the Mayan of, cycle. The <laughs> end of the world as you knew it, which I think we've experienced. Dude, um, so the shift, the the um, the lineup of the planet, the alignment of the planets yeah. that happened uh, right on the solstice, which was beautiful, hadn't happened. Wild. In, like 1,500 years or something yeah. something crazy like that. The Grand Conjunction, um, yeah. You know, this is again where my, like, I'm skeptical. I'm, I think skepticism is important, but then sure. my skepticism leaks into my spiritualness, mm-hmm. my, my spiritual life always. I'm always like, resisting and holding back and always going, yeah, but what if that's... Mm, sure. What if that's snake oil? What if that's not true? What yeah. if that part... Because there is so much fat on top of the truth. There's a lot of fat right There's now. There's a lot of fat even among our... Like I said, in our Tons. community. Because, Quick I mean, bait. what I'm learning about the Bible 
It's things that I pulled from my psychedelic experiences out of what I directly experienced and thought and yeah. my trends of thought that happened are now I'm learning about from researchers that are looking into Bible and other textual references yeah. saying that, you know how one of the tricks the devil likes to play in the Bible is he likes to switch things around? Right. <laughs> well, gee, what if he did that in the Bible itself? That's kind of what I'm learning, and it kind of the Bible is it connects the dots with um, Gnosticism and Mm -hmm. mysticism and the East and the magic and the this and the that and the confusion with the bad cult uh, occult versus the light you know light magic versus dark magic perhaps I it's all like psychedelics has opened us up to 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 see these things as what they are. As in the metaphorical language that we use every day is a real place. Correct. It's like a, it's a place. It's a mental place. Right. And it's made of metaphor and it's literally what creates this place. Everything. Yeah. It's so confusing. Reality creates language. It can sometimes lead to solipsis where I've had trips thinking, wait, does this mean I'm God? Yes. It, trust me, yes. it was not We've an ego. It was not an egocentric, fun no. feeling. Yeah. It was a terrifying, horrible, lonely, awful yeah. feeling. <laughs> it's an interesting point because, uh, like you said, a lot of people get there on psychedelics. Oh, I've been Why? there. Why? What is that? What does I, that I mean? I think it's 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 totally because it's confusing. It's taken me fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, to I, even I, come close to understanding it. I trip on this all the time, and that's okay. the reason why I it's the Truman Show participate so much. You know. Oh, okay. Last night. Beautiful uh, in the microdosing, yeah, yeah, you know. So uh, it's keeping you open to to these pieces of information more more easily. Maybe I feel like such a better person that I you oh, know shit. microdose as, as much as I do, which is isn't a lot, but it's mm-hmm. a couple times a month. Um, I've never tried it. I've never tried to. It's microdose. amazing, especially if you you know you've had big trips and you know, in terms of psilocybin. I mean, I probably I tried mushrooms for the first time probably two thousand one or two thousand two. Okay. And at the time, I didn't know anything about them. It was mm-hmm. the cliche "eat me black light poster." Right. You, these are going to make you sick, but you might see stuff. And I heard I it's like, like stronger than weed, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. And it wasn't until probably two thousand and eight or nine. I really understood what they were doing, um, and that's from falling down the McKenna rabbit hole. And I was like, "All right, let's do this in a sacramental way." Mm-hmm. By myself, <laughs> five dried grams. I still of haven't darkness. done five G, oh. um, but I've done enough to, you know. We were just saying, uh, what is? Where did we go? Where did we come from? Um, consciousness and um... oh. Uh, I am God. Yes, the solipsis feeling, the yeah. Truman Show feeling, exactly. where suddenly you feel like, wait, is this all for me? Yeah. It's not a, a, a egoic feeling. No, it's, it's, it's your, it's a it's your scary higher self feeling. talking to you, too. What the hell is it? You know? I mean, because we're not. Because we, then you start to worry, then you get into that problem of, um, is it, is everybody else, you know, an automaton? Am it's, I the only one here? And obviously, I don't think that, but that's the paranoia. Yeah. So why is the spiritual experience confusing us so easily? Because you know, it, it's, it's dangerous. Think, yeah, I think it's just when we come back and our, you know, our ego and our third dimensional self, you know, comes back into light after indulging or whatever. Yeah. It's painful because you know the the eyes that are looking out your your head are the same eyes that have seen everything your whole life. So I think to it, it, it's hard. 
I, yeah. I think it, it's because there's a lot to reconcile. There's a lot to reconcile, and you know, again with psychedelic therapy, I always call it cleaning out the file cabinets. Good you know, way to put it, it. It took about three years of me to really go through a lot of stuff. Um, you know, using it as therapy. So now, whenever I use it use them or they use me. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different experience because now I'm not like, oh man, I remember that time where I was a kid and I had this traumatic experience and I haven't talked to anybody about it yet. You know, right. now all, the, all these things are gone. So by, by cleaning yourself out, you're dissolving your, your understanding of your, of your existence, you know, and to come back to the place of, wow, I'm a creator God. You know, have you ever taken mushrooms and read the new Testament? No, I probably, good luck on that sometime. Wow. It'll make you, be... I mean, for me, I, I, I did that a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. And what I find is the old Testament, and there's two different gods in the Bible. Yeah. We're talking about Jehovah or, or I would say, um, Yahweh is the same guy yeah. as Jehovah. He's right. that same warring yeah. son of a bitch. And then there's this Jesus character who talks about the kingdom inside you, right? You know, uh, that's what know. I was talking about about the old switcheroo. Yeah, that there's a oh, some yeah. good lectures out there right now, Let's kind of it. using the Bible, saying this is not God that they're talking about when right. they're talking False about light. Yahweh oh, or yeah. Jehovah. That's not God. It's Enlil. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's a backwards idea to a lot of the stuff. You know, a friend of mine the other day was it's talking about one. <laughs> fallen angels. Like, when you die, don't go to the light. Don't it's go like, to the light. Do what a, not what an anxiety ridden yeah. thing. You mean when this happens, I'm going to think about you? Oh, and my God. Think about how ubiquitous going towards the light yeah. is in our stories. Everyone says you're supposed to go, go to the light. So, how many of Lucifer us are dying and light. heading towards the fucking You know, light. Lucifer's the light. What Lucifer's is that the light bringer. Oh. And for a while, I was really confused. I was like, wait a minute. So Lucifer's the light bringer. So that, so since when is a light bringer a bad guy? Of course he's the good. Okay. No wonder why the occult is into Lucifer, but everyone's trying to demonize. I was, it's really tricky. It's really tricky. Absolutely. But this really helped these lectures I've been watching because it makes sense now. Okay. So this warring, wrathful, jealous asshole. Yeah. That's that you can see. And you have a name for a, a, a human like a, a being like right. name for in the Bible is not this all encompassing loving God right. that Jesus portrays. Right. So that's the devil. That's <laughs> so what I've realized from my psychedelic experiences is these stories are so personal for some reason. Oh, sure. And it's weird. It felt really weird. Like early on, I took a quarter of psychedelic mushrooms one time and laid on a friend's bed with face down for like eight hours straight. Yeah, dude, a quarter. And I was literally seeing like the entire human language in front of me. It was a spiral. I was literally, oh man, if you put words in the right order, it tells the human story. (laughs) Like just crazy shit. Yeah, sure. But man, the rabbit holes were pretty nuts. And I came out thinking, what the fuck do I have to do with these religious stories? Why are they so personal to me? Why, yeah. did, why did I, why I, I was going down the atheist trail? What the hell happened? Yeah. And like, 
I started to feel like you feel like Jesus or Indiana Jones when you're tripping. Oh my god! And even Tool talks about it. Do you ever hear that song by them? Or Rosetta Stoned? No. Oh, cool. Perfect title. It's about alien abduction and clearly like a spiritual psychedelic awakening. And mm-hmm. he says, overwhelmed as one would be if placed in my position, such a heavy burden now to be the one born to bear and read to all the details of our ending to write it down for all the world to see. But I forgot my pen. Shit the bed again. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, how yeah, perfectly does that feel, sum up that's that? That's what it feels like. That ridiculous experience like right. i wanted to run out and like i think ramdas wrote it in uh, be here now did you ever read that beautiful oh, book that's another conversation of course that's beautiful book uh, yeah. one of the pages was once you see it once you know it you want to run screaming down the church aisles telling everybody right. the good news right and he's talking about mushrooms and mm-hmm. psychedelics and yeah. It's just such a beautiful Some thing. Some people just don't get it, man. I mean... Uh, they're scared. They're very scared, and I get it, you know. And, and that's okay. boundaries, totally and that's okay. okay. I think their journey here this time around, they weren't supposed to be doing this kind of stuff. Right. Maybe they already had this, and they're get, now they're here to enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Because yeah, this right. isn't necessarily all joy and happiness. No, no. It's a lot of turmoil. And, it's a lot of turmoil. And, uh, you, you know, just like <laughs> the world has to do right now, on an individual level, it's the same thing. It's yep. You go into a self-discovery, it's mm-hmm. a lot of facing the shadows, facing Absolutely. the shadows to get rid of the shadows. Yep. And yeah, now exactly. we're seeing our world have to do the same exact thing. That's what it is. We've externalized the awakening. That's what I... It's like... God. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shit. I don't know if you want to... We can keep going. We can tell some stories. We can, I mean, sure, why don't we get yeah. into some... So how about let's get into the your connection with psychedelics and maybe branching into UFOs, aliens. Yeah, sure. Because uh, that's, a, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it um, goes hand in hand with psychedelics. <laughs> I mean, especially when you think of Terrence McKenna and his connection to both mm-hmm. of those experiences and how he yes. interlaces them yep. with DMT and, yep. this, you know, the machine elves. The machine elves, self-dribbling <laughs> basketballs. <laughs> the no, symbiotic I... language. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but what's better than spending eight hours with Terrence McKenna on YouTube and eating a, a eighth of shrooms? Done it, been the there, and man, his voice was... Like flowing right through me. That's and what it feels like. Isn't it, made it strange? Perfect sense. Yeah. He was talking to me half the time and yeah. saying shit I didn't even think it's, was on the lecture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. So ETs. I mean, I had my first experience when I was uh, I was eight. Wow. You remember it like I can replay it right back up here in the in, in my head. You know. Um, wow. You know, I was looking out my bedroom window and I saw must have been four different craft, different colors, and they were basically spinning in this pattern. And it must have been, I mean, I must have been a minute or two just looking at it. And they were way off in the distance. And I called for my parents, you know, come up. And I can remember them hearing, hearing them come up the stairs. And as soon as they came in my room, everything just went. Whew. That was the first one. Uh, I'd say probably over the last 30 or 31 years now, I've probably had about, 12, 13 different experiences. Wow. I've never had... Yeah. Uh, it's been pretty wild. I mean, anything from... Um, there was a period of my life, probably seven or eight years ago, maybe a little longer. I had this little voice in my head that would say, look up. And Boom. there it would be. 
Um, Did it look the same as you remember as being a, as a different. kid? I've seen so many different things, man. And either if it's military or I'm look, I'm tuning into a completely different freak, you know, dimension happening. I'm looking into the past. I'm looking to the future. I've, yeah, I've the seen inconsistencies it. are really, really we, intriguing. Yeah. It doesn't discredit anything, but it's you know, I've heard theories like, oh well, different countries look at their UFOs. They look different. Yeah. It's like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, probably the strangest experience I've ever had with them um, was in Colorado with my two cousins and I mean this this takes the cake I'll go to the grave with this one sweet we <laughs> we went on a really really nice hike and we're my cousins are really into all this stuff too and we said okay we're gonna go on the roof and we're gonna summon one Stephen Greer style this know, is before he's I think we even knew who he was oh of course oh yeah he's a new guy so we went up on the roof and sat in a circle three of us and closed our eyes and about one minute later fucking thing came right over our head it's crazy wow um triangle shape it had a hollow circle in the middle and it had three lights on each corner and the thing was hovering over us maybe oh my god I mean it was a couple hundred feet a few hundred feet how big did it appear to be? To it was you? big. Yeah. I mean, it was probably, if I had to take a guess, I mean, looking at it from my perspective, it was probably like two school buses. Okay. I don't know why I said school So buses. like maybe 60 feet. Something like that. That's big. Was over us for a few seconds, flew off faster than anything I've ever seen in my life. Me and my cousins were shaking. And just kind of looking at each other, freaking out. Wow. We proceed to get our old flip phones <laughs> and call one of our parents because we just, we didn't really, we couldn't even comprehend what just happened because we permanently, you know, we per- we went up there to do that. Yeah. They didn't believe us. No. And the, the three of us, man, I mean, we we talk about that thing all the time. I mean, to have an experience with other people. That's so important. That's the only time it's ever happened. Every other time it's been by myself and just in complete amazement where, you know, like I said, it was always this little, you know, hey, mm. look. Take a look. But I mean, I've seen shit dissolve into like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a screen, like a Truman Show style. Like here's the crap. Yes. Here's this vanishing point. Right. Oh, now it's just gone. I mean, I, but... yeah, don't, I've, I've noticed that UFO videos to me, the most common videos that you see. Yeah. Or fakes. Yeah. Well, okay, yes, yes, sure. But so, okay, uh, at least what I can corroborate. From my one experience, I've only had one, and it was um, two summers ago or one summer ago. Can't remember. That's how bad my memory is. Yeah. But um, my son and I were looking up at an airplane, you know, a 747 with all the beautiful chemtrails yeah. behind it. And, That's uh, from Logan Airport, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just... Pointed at the plane, showed my son, yeah. and what do I know? There's five objects dancing up there, little glimmering white wow. objects. Now, at first, I'm like, okay, okay, calm down. Maybe it's space dust. Not space dust, but maybe it's just... <laughs> Chaff, maybe it's something. Just, maybe it's nine million other explanations. Don't worry about it. Don't right. worry about it. But then they became deliberate, deliberate movements, definitely, right. where four of them 
were whipping around the chemtrail, like the the exhaust trail that's, of the plane. It's funny. You say like that. you can yeah. literally tell when they would vanish behind it and then come back around. Right. I don't know how big those trails poof out to be they far away the from the plane eventually yeah. eventually they get really big so they may have been whipping around like hundreds of feet or, or thousands of feet i don't know but then four of them blinked one two three four out of sight and the other one went boom off to the right and up and out of sight i have video footage of the one darting off to the right and it's very shaky it's just bad footage zoomed in Never even bothered to blow it up on a big screen to look at it. Sure. But, uh, but you know what you saw. I know what I saw. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but it, it feels like some of these weird sightings of these objects, they almost move like a mouse cursor. Absolutely. Like they make no sense There's in no physics. no sense at all. No Nothing. sense. And they're not fake because you're seeing. Correct. Right. <laughs> so right. you're not seeing a, you know, a CGI situation with a green screen. That vanishing right. point thing you're talking about. <sighs> Crazy. The fading in and out of objects, almost like it's a frequency. It, that's exactly it. That That's what I felt at times seeing them. And it just feels like that. It's like, oh, I'm tuned into this thing. Oh, now it's gone. And right. Did it, did it tune into me? Like, what? what is going on Did it here? leave or did I? You, you know what I mean? It's wild, That's and, and now I'm glad that that part of the UFO conversation has really taken a hold in everywhere. Mainstream fringe everywhere yeah because it's connecting it back to the spiritual it's connecting it back to the psychedelic yeah and that's what uh you know a guy like sam tripoli likes to say he goes conspiracy theory leads to spirituality absolutely and i think that's a beautiful way to put it it's because so true. like the conversations we try to have with people that don't see it the way we see it mm-hmm. what we're really talking about is having you know having to dispel things every five seconds and have to Oh, go backwards. Well, no, now I have to unexplain this to you first before we explain what I was originally talking about. What we're really trying to get to is this. It's, exactly. hey, you're actually not experiencing the whole thing. I want you Here, to see try it. that. I want Talk you to, to see it. Talk to me next it. week. Take I know these. it sounds convenient. <laughs> I know you think I'm dressing up and cosplaying as as Neo. I'm not. <laughs> that's what the Matrix that's was what about. This, that's what, and, right. you know, I'm not... I'll say this right now. I... I'm making my stance so no one can ever, you know, misquote me. I am completely in favor of everyone's right to live exactly how they wish. Yeah. If my son eventually wants to do some different stuff and wants to become a, a woman, I would support it if that was what made it ha- All that stuff, I would have to. Totally. Very well. That being said, it is creepy that both Wachowski brothers, I've heard both of them now, are now women. Because there's conspiracy theories out there, I don't know the depth of them. I don't know how how much I should hold on to it, or maybe this is a floof one that shouldn't be taken seriously. But, you know, you got Dave Chappelle and others talking about how many black men... Was just talking about that As soon day. as they get a chance to become more famous, Here's they're always in dresses and movie. stuff like that. Isn't that, yeah. I just had that conversation. And that's Dave Chappelle's words. That's right? me just witnessing what yeah. someone... So true, that, though. Usually has to be pretty careful about what he says. Yeah, that's that was so eye opening when when he came out and he talked about that because it's buck break culture moves so fast you forget these movies came out and then all of a sudden oh my god yeah Whoa. all of them and then all you, of them. you see a lot of black actors coming out and talking about it now yeah and I I don't want to speak too much on it no, I, no, I no, yeah, whatever whatever <laughs> I don't want to but it's not just 
the black community either. That's kind of where I was going with it. Because then you look at Tom Hanks and Bosom Buddies, and you're like, oh, God, now these other weird connections. I don't like it. Oh, I just want to watch Forrest Gump with impunity. Oh. I don't want to have any bad thoughts about yeah. like one of my favorite actors. Yeah. I really don't. I, I don't. But I, it's... Isaac Happy. It's suspicious as fuck. There's a lot of weird shit, and it's a like I don't want to th- go down that far, that out there. But we are, we already, we are we're here. already there. We're already man. there, man. We're already <laughs> pulled right. over, man. We yeah. can't pull over yeah. any further. We're, we're already there, you know. <laughs> Paul McCartney's not dead. I'll just say that. Thank God, you know. <laughs> Thank God. But that's, I mean, what was that? Was that a... Such a know? It's so convincing. Was that a record label thing to just, like, make it's people so paranoid? <laughs> I mean, my God, that's the weird thing about psych- going circling right back to psychedelics is the, the government's uh, hatred of them, at least for our benefit. Oh, my but, God. But their love for them when it comes to mind control, which is not a conspiracy theory. No. It's just fact. public facts, sure. MK Ultra. Yep. The problem is Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman is a very worrisome situation. That movie Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson I remember that. is a beautiful homage to yeah. that whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, we could go down a million rabbit. We could go further with the UFOs. I mean, we could come back another time yeah, and do let's a do whole it, episode about sure. each of these fucking topics. Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah, dude. But I, uh, I really appreciate sitting down with you finally. I mean, Absolutely, I think this was man. really fun. We should do it again sometime. <laughs> Absolutely agree. And uh Thanks for having I mean, me. Shit. Thanks for getting deep with me, man. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, cactus carrier. Enough, I get the point. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If oh. I know what we know, well, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>